It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 337, The Ultimate World Cruise. I serve as your humble and oh so gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe. You can also watch this audio podcast in video. Head over to the Bryce Isaiah YouTube channel. Click subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up and let us know what you think about the ultimate world cruise. I'm so excited for this week's episode. This is something that I've been following for the last month on TikTok and social media. This Royal Caribbean ultimate world cruise. And there are so many plot twists. Okay. There are so many character changes and there is just so much to go on with this cruise that it has become a thing on social media and I'm so excited that I have my good friend Gia Worthy on the podcast with me to help break down all of this ultimate world cruise take. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Royal Caribbean has a nine-month cruise called the Ultimate World Cruise. And baby, there are some influencers on board. There are some passengers that have become influencers and all of the drama is ensuing on the social media. And listen, G and I are breaking it all down for you. So all aboard. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. All aboard the Purple Pants Podcast, Ultimate Cruise Podcast. I am so excited to do this podcast. It's like one of the treats for me where it's like my podcast world gets to collide with my TikTok world. And so I am excited to have for the first time on the Purple Pants Podcast, my good homegirl, Gia Worthy. You might know her from Inside Survivor. She's a contributor or the silent podcast and an RHAP contributor, Gia Welcome to the podcast. Oh, my God, Bryce. Thank you so much. I am very excited. One, because it is my Purple Pants podcast debut, but also because we had been talking earlier about this trend on TikTok that we were both low-key obsessed with. And I am so glad that we are going to be discussing it at length. I am over the moon about this topic. It's uh, grabbed my attention in the new year. It definitely has for me as well. Like it's something that every night I am checking the updates and seeing what's going on. And so to anyone that is listening or watching, what y'all talking about, right? And so let's give you a little rundown of the rundown. Now, earlier in the year, I almost want to say in December, Royal Caribbean announced their nine-month ultimate cruise. 
Okay, not a two week cruise, not a three week cruise, not a two month cruise, nine months on the Royal Caribbean. Um, and they are starting. It started December 10th uh, and it is going from well, they have you're going to see seven continents, 11 world wonders. 60 plus countries and 150 destinations. They're traveling to America and Antarctica, Asia and the Pacific, uh, the Middle East and the, where else are they going? And the capitals of the culture. And so on face value, right? It sounds amazing. Um, I've been on a Royal Caribbean cruise before. I was on the Brilliance of the Sea uh, and I had a great time. Like, what was your initial thoughts, Gia, when you heard Royal Caribbean was doing a nine-month cruise? So I have I have a fascination with cruises because I have personally never been on one. I've been on ferries and stuff like that. Like, I've been on big boats before, but not anything cruise length, like overnight. And that's definitely something I want to change this year. So this is part of where my, like, initial interest was peaked. But hearing the... Uh, the details of this Royal Caribbean cruise. Now, uh, I don't know you, about you, Bryce, but I believe we both have worked in uh, like service industries before yes. and everything. Yes. yes. So my server brain has turned on immediately when they're talking about a boat and you are on for nine months at, that you cannot leave. That is like not an option. Like that is the first thing about it. And that it is, um, they have like this, these routes planned out, like the map that you shared, Bryce, was um, incredible. I just looked it up so I could get like a better idea of what the actual routes are. Yes. And I, um, so it looks amazing. Uh, the price definitely strikes kind of like immediately, like this is uh, this is a big commitment, not just time-wise, but also financially. And I feel like it is a recipe for the type of reality TV mess that that people like us love. Like, you know, you were on Survivor. I'm a big Survivor fan. I love competition, reality TVs. The fact that they don't have a camera crew on this. Bravo. Where are uh, you at? Yes. This is like the ultimate below deck synopsis right here. Like, I am shocked, shocked, I tell you, that we are not getting a full TV production here with main characters and alliances, side plots, main plots, people coming and going throughout the cruise. And uh, but because of the wonderful invention that is TikTok, we are getting pretty much our own. Yes our own version of like the below deck mess that uh, people like me and you, I would say like connoisseurs of reality TV yeah. are craving here. And I think it's just, it's a recipe for disaster while we see uh, people that are much wealthier than I being able to go on this, probably a once in a lifetime opportunity for them. I think nine months is a crazy amount of time to, go anywhere i think it's a long time to work on a a boat like that um and 
One of the amazing things about something like this is because of all of these factors that I already described uh, yes. coming in, that it is bound to be messy. There are bound to be plans changed. There are bound to be customers that are angry. There's bound to be fights. And we've already gotten oh, a lot of that already. Oh, yes. Girl, girl, <laughs> we were 11 days in and the drama started. And so... First, you think of this nine-month cruise. And so, you know, TikTok, when Royal Caribbean announced it, uh, you know, TikTok was talking about it. And I love cruise talk. Uh, I went on my first, first cruise maybe like a year and a half ago. And it was Royal Caribbean. It was the Brilliance of the Sea. Uh, and I believe the Brilliance of the Sea was built in maybe like 2009. Uh, they are on the... What are they on? What's the name of this boat? It's the... Uh, the Serenade of the Sea. The Serenade of the Sea is one of the older fleets in the Royal Caribbean fleet line. They just literally um, premiered their new one, uh, Opulence or something of the sea that's like huge, just like three times the Titanic. So, you know, automatically I was like, oh, I've been on a boat similar to this. And so if you wanted to do the full 247 nights, uh, a stateroom ranges from 53,000 to $117,000. Now, that's a lot. But you also have to consider, like, you are going to seven continents. You are visiting 60 countries. This is all included. You know, your food. You can get a beverage package. So it's, you know, for me, it sounds amazing. But the drama started once the cruise kicked off because people discovered, uh, well, Royal Caribbean, the tickets wasn't ticketing, right? Like, you know, people wasn't dropping $117,000, right, for a cruise. And so Royal Caribbean started this thing where it's like, you can kind of like a buddy pass. You could jump on, jump off. You could jump on for a leg of the trip and, you know, be done with it. And so people soon realized that, hey, I paid $17,000 to do this whole trip. However, the deals that Royal Caribbean are offering, if I just pay leg by leg by leg by leg, I'm saving in the upwards of like thirty dollars to $20,000. And so this is when the drama starts to ensue. Uh, we are getting reports from people that are on TikTok talking about the, let's call them the, the longers, the ones that are on the cruise for the whole nine months. And then there are tears to this, right? Like, you know, because if you are at the highest of the highest of the highest of the Royal Caribbean status, you're a pinnacle. And the pinnacles have access to these lounges, different buffets, and people started reporting that, like, the pinnacle people are being treated like they're royalty and everyone else is being treated like they on a Titanic below deck. And so that's when the drama started capturing me. I was like, ooh, now what's going on? Like, what did you, did you see any of this or start hearing this, Gia? Oh, oh, yeah. So within the first couple days of this trip, we're already hearing the initial like assumptions that were made about like what type of drama that it was going to be with that there is drama between the pinnacle members and the non-pinnacle members there's cliques forming especially mm. for the people that are in the uh in there for the whole nine months as opposed to people that are just there for a specific leg of the trip but also they um 
we've already been hearing some drama about the Pinnacle members, but I want to like really think about the type of people that are on this trip for the full nine months. We got a couple people reporting from like just being there for certain legs that they're on um, or people that are there for work. And the people that are there for like the full nine month experience are mostly retired uh, individuals or couples and, you know, power to them. They did their work. And uh, also uh, influencers. We got a lot of TikTok influencers, travel influencers on this trip. And I feel like those can both be made up of very strong personalities, I would say, especially if they are expected to be treated a certain way. And, you know, to put it nicely. And uh, now we are starting to see this, like, battle of, I want to say, like, the classes, like the Uh. pinnacle versus non-pinnacle classes. Um, We even had a TikToker that was part of a pinnacle lounge mm. um that was in oh. the pinnacle lounge and was asked to leave which i just uh, learned about yesterday i oh, was girl we go, we go i was in we i was late i was late to the pinnacle lounge drama girl. And I was just real like this is this is a whole thing here and apparently you have to pay eight dollars to call uh customer service on a cruise ship which is a whole other thing here but uh gia yeah. gia you listen yes. we gonna get into the mess because listen okay so we're gonna pause that person because he is the latter end of our conversation because yes. okay. i can't get it to him so the first drama that i discovered first of all shout out to my girl brandy lake she is on she is a sister uh she is on the cruise with her sister and they're both sisters and Initially, some of the things that Brandy and her sister were reporting uh, on TikTok, which made them start going viral, uh, they were like, so they're on the the nine-month cruise, and they were like, if they get asked one more time by someone, um, if they are working, and if, how are they affording the trip? Now, huh? And so, yeah, so that's kind of like, that was like my first little drama into it. Uh, And Brandy Lake, and she was like reporting all of this. Now, mind you, I don't love Brandy Lake's coverage of the the world cruise that much. It's kind of like a little, like, you know, it's like, it's cute. It's not messy, but it's cute. Like, you know, she's one of the travel influencers. Also, what this world cruise has done has created a lot of TikTok influencers. Uh, and one of the influencers uh, adoringly goes by the World Dress Lady. Now, she is a Pinnacle member. Now, I yeah. can't really pronounce her name. It's like Adida, Adida, Adela, something. But we call her the World Dress Lady. And she started off, she didn't have a TikTok prior to being on the cruise. And then she created a TikTok. She started giving us... Um, the tours of her rooms, all of the stuff. Now, mind you, she is a Pinnacle member. They, She is with her husband. They do have a coin because her husband has his own room. Okay? Listen, and I'm not mad at that, though, Gia. If we're going to oh, be on no. a cruise for nine months... I don't care. I don't care how long we've been married. I don't care if we're best friends. I don't care how much things we share. I need my own room. Yes. Right? I don't care how long we've been... I am not married. I don't care how long I've ever been. I don't care if this is the love of my life. If I am there for nine months, Bryce, nine months, I need a Girl. separate room. 
at that. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't leave. I cannot leave. You will have to like sleep on the like on the port or something. You're gonna have to figure something out at some point because like eventually. Y'all don't y'all don't get sick of each other just a little bit, just a little bit, not like a permanent get sick of each other, but a little bit like I need my space. You need to go find somewhere to just settle. Right. Yeah. Like I. So, again, she is showing us why she is a pinnacle member. Right. And again, to be a pinnacle member, you have to have like three hundred and sixty diamonds, which a diamond equals one night on a cruise. So essentially, to be a Pinnacle member, you have had to already spent a year in cruises. Uh, and the dress lady and her husband, they know how to cruise. And there was even some drama where she was updating us very early on uh, in the cruise where there were some married couples, I guess, having a dispute. Uh, and they were in the laundry room and they were throwing their laundry out of the washer and dryer. And the dress lady tried to offer her some advice about being in tight spaces uh, with your couple for a long time. And they wasn't really trying to hear it. But we love the dress lady, uh, Adida Adela. She's amazing. Her content is great. Um, and she is gold. Now, the next drama that I started hearing on the world cruise was I heard of this brother named Anthony uh, and that he was on the world cruise. And when the world cruise uh, initially kind of came out, people were on the understanding that you have to be on the cruise for the whole nine months. They also, when you get on the world cruise, they take your passport so that when they do port at these different ports, they will just automatically like stamp all the passports so people don't have to wait in line. Now, my good brother, Anthony, over the New Year's, he, somewhere in South America, he has family and he wanted to be with his family. So he wanted to get off at one of the ports and get back on at another port. So there was some, some drama whether or not if he could do that or not, but he could. And then the drama became of him reporting on TikTok. People were saying like, he lying. He's not really on the world cruise. Like, How was he on the world cruise? And he's over here, over there, over there. And so then it just became this thing of him having to prove when he got back on the boat, essentially like giving videos that He's actually on the world cruise. Now, if anyone else was saying that they're on the world cruise and showing you videos, I don't think the online community would be mm -mm. saying that you're lying. But again, Anthony uh, is a black man. Through all of my views of all the TikTok, it is very few of them. And so I just felt a little weird that like he had to prove that he was on the cruise. And, but so... That's another little drama that I met was mm -hmm. Anthony. Um, and we love Anthony. He's back on the cruise. Uh, and, you know, he gives great content as well. Uh, and so we love him. Yeah, I Anthony's great. I'm glad that he's back on the cruise and that he was able to get all of that settled. But I agree, Bryce, that especially with those two stories from those two separate TikTokers in particular, I find it. I want to say odd, but I really don't find it odd. I'm actually mm. not surprised at all. But that people are surprised or questioning uh, the 
these TikTokers uh, rights to the, these spaces in particular, whether it's the people that are on the cruise, assuming that they are working there or that they uh, have one asking as if it's any of their business, right. how they're able to afford or come be able to uh, have such an opportunity such as this ultimate world cruise. Um, and for people like Anthony, you know, like he is, uh, he's been, uh, sharing videos about all of the different, about his experience on the cruise. And then people assuming just automatically assuming that he is making up this elaborate lie about his South American family or for clout. I'm assuming for like something like that. It just, it feels so. Uh, it it is disheartening definitely but also like just it's something to keep in mind it's something that i've been keeping in mind um oh, as well about i've been following a lot of uh like black women that are solo travelers mm. on tiktok to get a little more advice about what it's like to navigate uh travel such as that as a woman of color in particular and i am uh very light-skinned you know i'm biracial so there's a certain level of privilege that comes with me traveling that uh darker skinned black women probably are not afforded in a lot of these places and it is really eye-opening to see that this is something that is going to be a a concern no matter where you go but you almost Mm. would be hopeful that something like a cruise where you're there with a lot of different people on this once in a lifetime experience that maybe there's some level of comfort in there. And it's unfortunate to see that I'm hope they still have an amazing time. They're able to go do and see all the things that they want to all of the sites and everything, but something to keep in mind that, you know, this once in a lifetime experience, this big travel opportunity may not look the same for everybody, especially when you have these microaggressions happening, um, whether it's from your viewers or from people that are also on the cruise. Absolutely. And I mean, again, I'm just calling a thing a thing. Historically, you know what the population of cruises look mm-hmm. like. And Royal Caribbean is kind of like if we were to put cruises and like the levels of hotels right mm-hmm. like i feel like it's safe to say a carnival cruise is kind of like a holiday in express right you know yes and- yes it gives that it gives that same vibe too just like they they know what they are right but it's a party cruise it's but, very different but- from royal caribbean and i'm all for a card like carnival if you so- like you're listening to this Wait, Gia, wait, yes. but why have I always been like, you know what? Oh, never carnival. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's given spirit airline. However, in all since I have now discovered uh cruise top, there seems to be like this common trend with carnival. Like, you know what you're getting into, right? Like mm-hmm. one is a cruise, so you know already, but like carnival definitely is the party cruise. I be seeing some of the videos of like the nightclubs on the carnival cruises. And I'm like, now, wait a minute. You know, you'll also see the different send-offs of cruise. If you've never been on a cruise, but they do like a little send-off party. So like you'll board the cruise between like 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. During that time, uh, if you get there early, you kind of like explore the ship if your room is ready. But then when you set sail, you kind of go to the top deck 
there's music, uh, and it's like a little party. And so, like, there's all of these images of, like, the Alaskan cruise line of them leaving. And it's like, do, 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 do. That's the music. And then people are like, you know, just hello. And then Royal Caribbean is like, and, you know, then they show these images of the carnival cruises. And it's like, if you see me, are you trying to see what's up? Pull over that. You know, like, and they are having a good time. So it's like, I, one, I always was like, never a carnival. However, I also feel like a carnival cruise might be like a, a perfect little solo cruise yeah. for me. It's actually funny because I was so I was looking through cruises. I was very serious about my I would like to do a cruise this year. I've decided I want to. Oh, yeah. Even if it's like I, I keep calling it like a practice cruise just to see if I like it, like do like a three day one from like Florida because I live in Massachusetts. How'd you know that Mar- the Margaritaville cruise? Have yes. you heard of that? <laughs> no. What? Is, oh. So uh, yeah. so please, the Mar- please go on. So the Margar- Margarita cruise is this cruise line that purchased i don't know from whatever maybe carnival or maybe even royal caribbean they purchased one of their older boats and renovated it and so it's like the margaritaville cruise it's supposed to be affordable there have been a lot of people on tiktok like say and they're short passages so it's like a weekend a friday mm-hmm. to a monday and so there are some people that like are like, you get what you pay for. It's a great cruise. Then there are other people that just kind of show it and make it seem a mess. But I feel like it's like a baby cruise. So I feel yeah. like the Margaritaville cruise could be the cruise Ooh. for you to like, just kind of like kick it all. Well, also, so I was, I, I work in a college. So a lot of the, um, I work with college students, like planning events and everything. So I was talking to one of my coworkers about, how I was thinking about going on a cruise once students are graduating in like after May and stuff like that, like around the time where I'll have less things to do. So I won't have to worry as much. And one of my students was like, oh, you have to do the carnival cruise. That's the fun cruise. Like that's the one. So I think with uh, I'll be 29 on Tuesday. So uh, I'm thank you. And but I do think that like for people younger than myself, that the carnival cruise is the one that's more like so their people like style. Me, right. Okay. People yes. like me, the carnival exactly. cruise is more for, yes. Okay. Yes, you're a bit, for the youth. You're a bit older than me, but you know, you look good. For the sis. youth. Thank you. Thank you. But I got good genetics. I, uh, I'm very proud of that. But um, yeah, so I think that uh, for the youth, I will say the youthful and the youthful at heart, that the Carnival Cruise is more like the party cruise, where I think Royal Caribbean is more for uh, like I don't want to say just the older crowd, but I think it's more for like a, a different type of of cruise guest. And I think that when we think about that, and since I had already said, you know, the two types of people you'll probably see the most of on this ultimate world cruise are people that are retired and influencers. I thought she was going to say old and. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I do think that it, it brings up the discussion of like, this is the, type of individual that we assume is going to be on the cruise and 
it's for me, I love seeing like black content creators also taking part in the ultimate world cruise and sharing their experiences, both the good and the bad on there. So I'm hoping that we get to see more of the good from them because, you know, it sucks that their experiences have to be uh, have to also be like factored into like their race and things like right. that. Yeah. What I will say about Royal Caribbean, what I was like kind of saying about like the hotels where it's like Carnival is like the Holiday Express. Royal Caribbean is kind of like the Marriott, right? Like where Mm -hmm. there are some like high Marriott, some low Marriott. Then there are other cruises like the Alaskan cruise that are, I would say, like, you know, the the W, the like the Marquise Hotel. Mm -hmm. But I went on my first Royal Caribbean cruise last summer, uh, like Wendell and my family. And we went and it was... I mean, it was given what I thought the cruise crowd would give. However, there were some young people. There were some people of color. And even like, you know, I fell in love on the cruise. There was this like tall, six, four, handsome brother. And uh, him and Wendell uh, were playing basketball. And so one morning I got up and Wendell and him was playing basketball. So I was like, let let me let me uh, start cheerleading on Wendell. Right. I was like, go ahead, Wendell. Go, Wendell. And so my- Shoot those hoops. At one point in the game, Wendell came over and was like, I know you like that guy. Stop being annoying. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm sorry. So Say, no, anyway, no, don't apologize. Don't apologize, listen, Bryce. But this so, is your vacation too. Right. Honestly. And so he was with his brother and his brother's girlfriend. So mind you, I, I befriended the girlfriend. And uh, so, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't into me, but like, I just love the fact that I had someone that I could like love on on the cruise. And so, um, yeah, I think Royal Caribbean is a great cruise line. Like I had a good time. I, I hear some bad stories, but again, I will also assume that like the, the population of people that can afford the time, not only like the money, but the time of it look a particular type of way. And so we were getting reports of all of these other things. Then at one point in time, they were saying they was out of wine. That my dread Yes. Less than a month on the cruise, they were running low of wine. So I can't find the the TikTok video, but I remember I did see it about this couple that was it was like a it was an older couple, I will say like, yes. And they were talking about the the wine shortage. I was like, wine shortage on a cruise. That sounds terrible. They showed on their video the menu of. All and of they, the different wine selections. They, they, yes. had a ball they had a whole section of it. We're just like, basically like, oh, don't even, you can't order anything from the right side of the menu because they never anticipated this many people downing pallets, not cases, pallets of wine in this period, which I'm like, it's nine months. It's a nine month cruise. Like, what do you all? You're not driving. To do? Like, right. Yeah. Like, what, what you want me to do? There is one person on that cruise ship that de- that should not be drinking pallets of wine. And it is not me. Therefore, I am going to drink it for the captain's, you know, yeah. for the captain's like benefit, because the more I drink, the less they have to drink, you know, Absolutely. and then we get there safely. Um. This it's just like so funny. I don't know how much wine they brought or what they thought people would be drinking. But I just feel like especially with those long legs of just being on the cruise. Yes. Just being on the cruise, like 
for days because you're going to all of these different locations and some of the locations the ports got canceled due to weather which i'm sure we'll be talking about soon Mm -hmm. and i i'm just kind of shocked that they didn't expect there to be more that they didn't expect people to be drinking wine i feel like that would be at least for a lot of people the way that they would be passing the time on this cruise yeah and that even got me to thinking gia right like most five to ten day cruises uh they say most average people gain seven to 10 pounds because again, it's all you can eat. If you get the drink package, like, you know, so one, that's something that would scare me for the nine month cruise, right? Because my weight fluctuates. Sometimes I'm giving you skinny. Other times I'm giving you rabusha. Uh, But listen, we love myself in all of the shapes and sizes that I give. But like, I would imagine that if I were on the nine month ultimate world cruise, I'll be eating and drinking my life away. Uh, and I would, the wine really wouldn't scare me as long as they got that tequila on deck. Uh, that's all, you know, I really need. Now, you know, then day 12, 13, 14, 15, 20, some things happen. They hit a storm and the upper decks get flooded. Uh, And then people are nervous because they're like, one, the Serenade of the Sea is one of the older ships on the Royal Caribbean fleet line. And they're like, can this ship handle uh, nine months? And then with them going to Antarctica, if any of you guys watch TikTok at all, I'm sure at some point in time through your scroll, you have seen, first of all, you've heard the music that like that pirate, like that's a bad imitation of it. But you see these ships going through the Drake Passage and the Drake Passage, it has claimed over like 20,000 ships. Most recently in 2022, uh, it is between the North America and where Antarctica is like you are there's no land near you so like the wind uh and the waves are crazy now before we get into the drake passage tea of it all baby main character energy aboards the cruise (laughs) content creator mark sebastian who is a uh he's a gay white man we love him i have not heard of him Prior to this, but once I heard of him, baby, I started following on all platforms because I love Mark's energy. He heard about the nine-month cruise, just like G and I, and he has like over a million followers on TikToks. And he was like, I would love a brand to sponsor me uh, to go on a leg of this trip and I can cover it. Because again, Mark, like G and I were like, why did no, like, a reality show. Why didn't a network think to put people on this cruise? And so Atrium Book Publishing, now mind you, Mark's content is not about reading books. Uh, Mark's content is, I don't know the names of the stuff, but they're like the miniature things that come in a little ball and you can take it out and you'll make like a tea set or something like, you know, Mark loves all of that miniature stuff. But Atrium Book Company reached out and was like, hey, We'll sponsor you to go on a uh, a leg of the trip if you will host book clubs and cover the tea. So, Bay Bay, the second, not the hour, not the minute, not the day, the second 
Mark gets on the serenade of the sea. Baby, the nine-month cruise tick-tock, tick-tock starts tick-tocking. Mark does these daily recaps. Uh, He gives us the first recap where he's like, he feels like some of the people on the ship aren't that friendly. Uh, Again, we heard about this classism with the Pinnacle members. And Bebe, he starts breaking down the Pinnacle T, how the Pinnacle members, Royal Caribbean was like, we want to distinguish you as loyal members. So they gave the Pinnacle members, I think it's like silver nameplates that say their name and kind of distinguish you as a pinnacle member. Now, my job be giving stuff like that out. Like if you've been with the company for two years, five years, 10 years, I I don't wear mines to work, right? Uh, The pinnacle members on the Serenade of the Sea are like, they're wearing them. And you know, they're like, oh, oh. The ghetto. You're not a pinnacle member. Uh, so the eliteness. And so Mark immediately calls this out. And what was your thoughts of like hearing Mark getting on the ship to you? Uh, so in some ways, I was I was a little jealous. I mean, I got like, come on now. He's getting to go on the Antarctica leg of the cruise. I think that just sounds amazing. So, of course, there's a little bit of jealousy in there. But also, it almost feels like we have an inside man in at the cruise ship. Like, I don't know how to explain it because he is an influencer. Like, a lot of these people on the cruise ship are influencers. However, he's like... You know, he wanted to go on the cruise. He said, if somebody sponsors me, I'd love to go on a leg of this cruise. And he got the sponsorship, you know, and he already had like a million followers. So it's not like a I wouldn't call it like a Cinderella story type situation or anything. But he is able to get this once in a lifetime opportunity. And he's able to go to a place that he has never been before. The Antarctica leg, which sounds incredible i never thought about that as like a right uh, a cruise destination I, I even with an ultimate world cruise i just never assumed that they would go somewhere like that and even with all of the problems in there it is just nice to see that like this person was going in as kind of an outsider he's not there for the full journey um he gets there later than a lot of the initial members are and he is able to kind of like be our inside man on everything, like start talking about his experience, uh, explaining the differences between like the different members. I believe his first day or so was a little rough for him, just like getting acclimated and everything, Mm -hmm. which like same, like it takes me time to make friends. And I think now he, you know, I think he's back now, but he was able to uh, like, go into detail about his experience, the good and the bad. And it just feel it's like a whole new phenomenon within the ultimate world cruise. Like there it's like squid game, almost like the challenge squid games where it's like, we we're on this very long journey. Like, uh, like in squid games, they start with over 400 contestants. We get introduced to some main characters along the way, but not everybody that starts as a main character is going to be a main character right. at the end. So he is our challenge. What he is like our red light, green light main character right now, and our uh, what's the the cookie cutting thing the or something like that? The yeah. challenge, yes, yeah. yeah. 
He's like, he's the main character of those two. And then he meets his his end after that. And then we're going to focus on some new characters as we get further along the trip. But yeah, so he is our red light, green light main character right now. And he is just a very good storyteller. But also, it's just fun to see somebody that maybe initially would not have been able to afford going on the cruise or be able to, is not necessarily a cruise person, not a travel influencer or anything, and be able to just kind of share his experience, which is probably a way would be as close to, like, close to me being on that cruise as possible, because I don't have any types of, like, means to be on a cruise like that either. Yeah. And one of the things that I love the most about Mark is that I said in the beginning, he's a gay white man. Right. And I said that on purpose because uh, although him being a member of the LGBTQ plus community um, does somewhat make him a minority. However, he still is a white man. And with that comes privilege. And I only bring that up because in this status level on this cruise with the pinnacle. Um, when Mark gets there, I think it's his second day. He meets up with our girl, the dress lady, which is the, you know, the meetup that we wanted. And they're in some common area. And while they're interviewing, Mark is like very colorful, like myself. He, he, he cusses, you know, but he's fun. And so while he was talking to the, the dress lady who she was telling us how she's been to some of the suites that the people that the pinnacle people are in and that they pay like three hundred thousand dollars for these suites and stuff. And Mark is like, no effing way. Now, mind you. They off in a corner by themselves. You hear an old man be like, hey, hey, can you keep it down? Can you not? And mind you, this is like on the video. Can can you not cuss? And here is why uh, what I love about Mark. Mark said. This is a public area. It's no children here. Don't tell me what to do. Like Mark was putting Mm -hmm. these hoes in place. That Uh, part. And we love to see it. Then Mark lets us know about like with the pinnacle members wearing their silver stripes or their silver name tags. There were a bunch of other not, you know, maybe baby Lakers. They were like, oh, they're so pretentious. Like we can't. So they came up with their own gold plates that they had ordered, picked up at a port when the boat ported and they've been wearing their gold plated names around. And so that's been amazing. Now, at one point in time, Mark went to a Pinnacle Lounge. He was with a Pinnacle member. Uh, he also had like a fake little Pinnacle tag on and was just doing one of his daily lives that he does. And bay, bay, while he is on the live, a guest service member comes up to him and is saying, excuse me, sir, you cannot be here. Now, why they would pick Mark out of all of these people on this lounge is crazy. He's like, you're not a Pinnacle member. Like, this lounge is only reserved for Pinnacle members. You can't be here. Mark's like, oh, my God. So Mark leaves. The next day, we get an update. And Mark is like, when he got back to his room, guest services called him and was like, come down to guest services. We need to speak with you. Uh, so Mark is like, they about to kick me off this cruise. So Mark learns that, like, they were tipped off that he was in a pinnacle space because they got a call and they can track the call to a landline. So someone like Gia was saying early, 
Like you have to pay $8 to call a cruise ship. And mind you, I had to Google it. And mind you, if I wanted to, I could call the serenade the serenade of the sea right now because like you literally can call it. But somebody on Mark's live took the time to call the customer service and say there's a non-pinnacle member <laughs> in a pinnacle lounge. Oh my God. <sighs> it's just... It, it's wild. It's wild to me, first of all, that we have a side character that's not even on the boat. Like, this and they is pay and seven dollars. Yes. They pay seven dollars. I would not, never in my life do I. I do not care about anything to be paying eight dollars, seven dollars, whatever it is, to pay any type of money for something that is not my business to report. It. Like, absolutely not. I do not. But the messy. I don't have that kind out, of. Yes, right? like, but <laughs> also. It's just so dumb because I feel like if if you're a Pinnacle member and you because Mark was with Pinnacle members, right? He just not was a it's Pinnacle like a lounge member at yes. an airport. But I just feel like if you're a Pinnacle member and you bring a friend that is not a Pinnacle member into the Pinnacle lounge, that is your right as a Pinnacle member. Doesn't mean that like maybe if I am listen, I I am not Pinnacle member. I do not have Pinnacle member money, but I feel like maybe I would like the Pinnacle Lounge enough to decide, oh, maybe I want to try to become a Pinnacle member because this is a really nice experience to have on a cruise. And well, you got now it's 170 nights to go. Okay. I know, right? I know. It's like it's a long way, but I believe in myself for this. Yes. And but not if people are gonna be elitist fucks about it. Like, why it just feels so weird. Like the I get that, yes. They want to have some type of point system, reward system to encourage people to be like frequent guests of Royal Caribbean. But it, I feel like there's a difference between like incentives to reach pinnacle status and just like it, it does feel a little bit like upstairs, downstairs type behavior on there. And for a cruise where you're all there with each other for nine months, nine it months, feels very extreme for that to be your concern there like don't don't you all have other stuff to you're all gonna be there for nine months can we just but it's been like it's been like 20 days they left or, or no it's been like a month i think because they left it's, in december it's like right 41 41 days going on uh, okay yeah so there yeah it's been over a month then so like you guys are not just at the one ninth mark of the rest of your journey. You are not even in the second trimester yet. Can we try not to piss each other off for like two seconds? It just feels like such a weird dynamic to be introducing on to this very long experience here. Then Mark, after he shares that with us, he shares some more Royal Caribbean tea that there are people that they call themselves pits and they are pinnacle uh, pinnacle members in training. So they are trying to become <laughs> pinnacle members. And like they put the little pinnacle, like they put pits on their door because that's what they are aspiring to be. Uh, and so listen, if you love it, I like it. And they were also talking about how like there are some pinnacle members that can grandfather in family members so that like, you know, if my mom was a pinnacle member and she books uh, a cruise for me on her account i can become a pinnacle member then we go through the drake passage this is what we all been waiting for uh and they say you can get the drake lake 
or the Drake Shake. The Drake Lake is when the seas are calm and it's like you kind of just sail through or you get the Drake Shake. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you have TikTok or Instagram or Twitter. Just type in the Drake Shake and you can see these waves look crazy. Now, the adventurous and me, Gia, like, I want to experience the, the Drake shake. Like, I want to know what it's like to be at a sea day for 48 hours going through these, like, 30-meter waves. Like, I think uh, Mark Sebastian is on, like, the eighth-tier floor and has a window, and waves are crashing well over him. Now, a little disappointing, when we get to Antarctica, the guests learn that they will not be docking due to the winds and they if you've ever been on a cruise. Sometimes you can actually dock at a port and you can just get off the boat and go to the port. Other times, given the size of the port and other like ships in the area, you'll kind of like stay in ocean, you'll anchor, and then they'll have these little boats that come and bring you. And so Royal Caribbean, the captain uh, was saying that they're not going to Antarctica due to the winds, you know, and this is when I'm like, you know what? Maybe Royal Caribbean is a little ghetto because if you on the talk cruise, you can also click hashtags of Antarctica cruises and see other cruises that are at Antarctica at the same time as the Serenade of the Sea. And so when I go over there to the Alaskan cruise line, there is a ship that was there at the same time as Royal Caribbean. Why is that ship line? Why are they still doing their excursions? Why are they still going to see the penguins? So again, I don't know. And they can't control the weather. And since the Drake shake, there have maybe been like five ports that they were set to port at that they have not been able to port at because of the rough seas and the weather. And that's something that, like, they can't control. But can you imagine, like, it being, like, three sea days to get to one port? Then you get to the port, and you can't even get off at that port. So you go to the next port. That's another four days. So now you think three, six, nine, tw 12 days, and you haven't been able to get off the boat? And y'all don't got my wine. And I can't go to the Pinnacle member lounge. Ooh. And you know they don't have the pallets of wine to restock in Antarctica either. So it's like, what are we going to do here? But I, I do agree. It's like, on one hand, I feel like Antarctica is a very unique continent. And, you know, you cannot control what the weather is like. I did not know that there were Alaskan cruises still doing their excursions as well. I did yes. hear about the Antarctica mess, but not that part, um, which is wild to right. me. Uh, yes, but I, I'm confused by that, but also it's like there's got to be, I think one of the big things in there was that they said a couple times in like through the different TikTok stories that I found that like they, everybody was under the impression that they would be able to see Antarctica like be on Antarctica at one point and they were not able to and some people even just booked this leg because they Four. wanted to meet their like this is my last continent I want to go on to Antarctica and that now they're not doing that so that's and I it's it's odd I want to yeah what do you have to so, say about I, that because I saw that controversy right and yes. so it's like so if your cruise ship is anchored at Antarctica, 
would you personally consider you being on Antarctica, Gia? I think for, I mean, like, how long does anyone want to be on Antarctica in particular anyway? That's one of my concerns. That's one of my questions. But I would consider it, yes, just because, like, you are in the Antarctic land. Right. And I, I, I mean, like, I still have, like, five continents to go for me to get to all seven continents. So like, I am not the person to be judgy about like, well, you actually weren't on Antarctica. You were near Antarctica, but I would count it. I bet there are some people that like want to be on the right. land. So, and that okay. Made- them right. for their personally, them personally probably want to count. I would count it. I would say you've been to Antarctica. So, Gia, I have another question for you. Okay. For those very people that say, like, I haven't been on Antarctica, so it doesn't count. You want to know what Royal Caribbean did? What did they do? So, oh. al- although they couldn't get the people out on the boats, the people were able to go to the top level at some point at time, and then Royal Caribbean sent out a boat that you could watch go out in the boat, but it's too dangerous for us to go out, but these people could go out. So they went out in a boat, went to an iceberg, and cut a piece of an iceberg. So it's not safe for me to get on a boat and go on the land on ice, you know, in Antarctica, but it is safe for us to send workers with a saw to get on a boat to go to an iceberg, to cut a piece of the iceberg. They got the iceberg. They brought it back to the boat. They, like, roped it down. And people could sit on it and take a photo. (laughs) So, the question I ask you is, if you took a photo on a boat that's docked outside of Antarctica, but you are sitting on a piece of an iceberg, does that count as... You being in Antarctica. Okay. I think that that is a huge, that is ghetto as hell. That is like, that is the most ghetto thing that the Royal Caribbean has done on this cruise thus far. But, okay. But wait, time out. Time out. But would you take a picture? Would would you sit on the iceberg and pose? Oh, absolutely. I love, I love ghetto as hell excursions. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I would be. I would be right. Okay. But like, And, like, not to get political, but, like, aren't they, like, running low on ice there? Like, Royal Caribbean is running low on wine. So, like, why are you doing all that? Should we, we, we... with actual uh, global warming being a thing, should we be taking ice out? That is a good question. That is, yes. But, and I saw a picture because Mark Sebastian wanted to cut off. Girl, did you? Yes, I saw, I saw the entire, the beginning, the end. The aftermath of it, I saw it all. The whole, the whole segment, his whole journey to getting a piece of the Antarctic iceberg in there. I, I think that, like, I mean, I had already answered. I think if you are in the Antarctic Sea area, you have been to Antarctica. Agreed. And that is close enough, and it does not matter. I can get for some travelers that might not count for them, but there are other cruises that they can go on afterwards. To touch Antarctica, if that is really what they want to do. The sending these poor workers out to get iceberg an iceberg to appeal to their guests for them to take photos. I would be so mad if I was on that boat. Like, oh, I'd be heated. Just all for these customers. I didn't even I I used to be a waitress. I was not good at it. And part of it was because 
customers gave mm. the dumbest requests all mm. the time. My temper could not handle going out to the sea to the Antarctica to steal their last remaining piece of can, ice for for tourists to sit on. Can you imagine, Gia? Like you know, you, you bring, bring, bring. Hey, Gia, what you doing? Hey, mom, I'm. <laughs> I'm on my break. I'm I'm on my way to cut this iceberg. What, iceberg, yeah, gr- mom. They got us. We got to cut an iceberg, and I got to bring it back. To, could you imagine? Like that yes. is crazy. So Mark also uh, midway because I think Mark was only on the ship for 18 days. And mind you, that's yes. a lot. I was on the ship for seven days, and mind you, I could have probably done another seven because after. After seven, I kind of like got used to the cruise culture. Uh, and so I loved it. But Mark reveals maybe <clears throat> 10 days into Mark's TikTok coverage, he stops shouting out and stops saying Royal Caribbean. And then people were like, Bish, you ain't even pay for this trip. Like the entitlement that you think that, like, because Royal Caribbean isn't, you know, giving you these level of access, like the nerve of you. But Mark reveals that he got word that once a month that they have the employees vote for each other for the employee of the month. And that he got win from a Pinnacle member, because mind you, Mark was getting all the tea. He got win from a Pinnacle member that they had a tie uh, for two employees of the month. And so the grand prize for being employee of the month, you get $500. Royal Caribbean made the two workers split $250. And Mark was like, yeah, that doesn't sound like a big thing. But when you are a $31 billion company and these workers that make that work on these cruise lines make on an average $25,000 a year. Think about that. That's wild. 20, like, that's not even a livable wage. Uh, and y'all having them split $500. Uh, so at that point, Mark stopped shouting out uh, Royal Caribbean in all of his videos. He kind of like, whenever he says Royal Caribbean, he kind of sort of X's them out. Uh, and so I'm inclined to agree with Mark that do better Royal Caribbean. I've yeah, I find it wild that they that is their solution to just like split the five hundred dollars because like I, I I was no less an employee of the month than the other person like or right. the people that were before us like that is stupid. Also, they could have just made one employee of the month one month and one employee of the month the another month if they were like so limited with their budget. But this is Royal Caribbean; they have the money to give two thirty one employees. Billion. Yeah, they. They have the money to give two employees of the month $500, okay? Like, even if next month they also have two employees of the month, they can just give them both $500. It it just feels wild to do that to them. And I think, like, it, the flaws of Royal Caribbean itself show through on a lot of their systems that they have in place. And I think with, like, a lot of things that we enjoy... We can find things to love about this experience. Uh, we've already been talking almost an hour about like just our uh, our fascination right. with the World Cruise job and also find time to actually point things out that can be improved. Like anything, like Survivor, like Big Brother, like all of the shows and like drama pieces that I 
I love like all of my favorite things. There is something that can be critiqued and rightfully so. And I think Royal Caribbean is a business. Businesses uh, need to have a higher standard for how they treat their employees, especially employees that make so little. Absolutely. And do so much. I can only speak yes. to uh, my experience of like our the staff that I experienced when I was on the cruise. Phenomenal. Like yes. phenomenal. And so thirty one billion dollars. You can do better now. Lastly, because we don't want to talk your ear off too much. But again, we just wanted to give you guys our like love and of everything that's going on so you guys make sure you need to start following uh the nine month cruise the ultimate cruise just search that and you'll get it also another big thing that i've been loving um is one of these creators um somebody created a ultimate cruise bingo card okay uh and for me like what now, let me tell you some of the things that have been X'd out on the bingo card. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Okay. So I have, because my job didn't screenshot it, a recording of a semi TikTok. And so I know that we have staff dates a passenger. Oh, ooh. Okay. Uh, someone's gone home early. There are reporting that people are. So there's another little drama going on where people are claiming to be sick to get off the cruise so that if they pay the extra insurance money, mm -hmm. you can get off the cruise and get your money back. That's smart. Okay. So we also have, hold on, wait, let me just pull it up because I want to just make sure I tell you all, all of the bingo things that have been checked off. Then we also have... uh a port is canceled. We also have a, a person in the last three days has confirmed that they have gotten pregnant yes. on the boat and they will have to leave in a couple of weeks because I believe the, the cruise it's, line. The cruise had. Yeah, the cruise can't have somebody pregnant more than 23 weeks. So that I, I don't know. I think it's a couple like it's not just one person that came on the boat and found out that they were pregnant. Like it's a couple that went. And the woman found out that she was pregnant. And yeah, now they have to make plans to leave by the time they get to the uh, 23 week mark. Uh, we do know that there have been several COVID outbreaks on mm -hmm. the ship. And we have people currently um, in isolation. That's not such a huge one to me, but <clears throat> it's just a lot. And if you if this has not wet your whistle to cruise talk or the ultimate cruise you need to know. Uh, then also, prior to cruise to the ultimate cruise, there was this other cruise that was supposed to be setting sail for three years. Now, CNN has this report up where, like, I guess it was never really supposed to happen, or they announced the cruise without really kind of like with all of the things in place, and they were taking people money, trying to get more money to be able to have the cruise happen, and then they canceled it, and now I just got a report like two days ago, they announced that the three-year cruise is coming back. Y'all can keep that. Uh, I'm a, I'm a pass years. on that. Three, like, what? But I What was, am I going to do for three years? Right. But yeah, so here's the thing, though, Gia. This is what I was like, you know, me as a social worker, and I work in, you know, I work in numerous fields of, um, where I do social work. And when you think about some of that money that they're paying for nine months, right? Like $53,000. There are some people that like, 
live in assistant living uh, places that are like higher end, that it's even more expensive than that. So, you know, I, if I'm to a certain age and my coins is like, I wouldn't mind that. Like, I really, I think the nine month cruise can be great. And I love the fact that you can get on for different ports. Like I, me personally, I would love to do 20 days on this cruise. Like I, I think it's fun. I think the drama that's going on is a lot. I didn't think that uh, it would have the internet on a chokehold, uh, but it definitely does. And then there are some of like the creators that I love. Like there is Anthony. If you just type in like World Cruise or Nine Month Cruise Anthony, you will find our good brother. There's also Angie. Uh, if you type in Nine Month Cruise Angie, you'll find her. There's also one of my favorite ones. Uh, her TikTok is like Little Rat Brain. She's amazing. Of course, there's Mark Sebastian. Of course, there's... Uh, I don't know how you say her name, but her TikTok is A-D-I-T-A. Uh, that's the world map lady. So it's just so much to get into. Uh, Gia, I can't thank you enough for coming on and like tickling my nine month world cruise fascination. I don't know. I feel like maybe in like another month and a half, we might have to do like an update to the drama. Yes. Oh, my God. I am honored. Uh, I'm so happy that you thought of me for this uh, and I would love to be back for uh, a month, month and a half update whenever, whenever we feel like is the appropriate amount of time to report back about Ultimate World Cruise updates. But thank you so much for having me, Bryce. This has been so much fun. I had a great time and I really haven't had another person that is as into Ultimate Cruise TikTok that I am able to like talk about it in depth. So I am so glad that we are able to sit down and talk about this. Yes, me as well. None of my friends, they don't care. I'm like, you haven't heard of the nine month cruise? They're like, no. Uh, so I'm so glad that we're able to bond over this. Before we go, what are you working on, Gia? Uh, where can the people follow you at if they love your energy and want to like know more about the nine month cruise? person that loves it that is Gia you can follow me on Twitter Instagram and TikTok for all of my reality TV shenanigans um, also uh, I podcast primarily on silent podcasts um, for weekly Survivor coverage when Survivor is on or in the off season currently but Survivor 46 is coming back in February so I will be back then with weekly recaps as well as weekly inside survivor recaps as well. Um, and I'm hoping to have a couple projects coming out um, to celebrate black survivor players in black history month, but more on that as I know more. So just follow, follow my uh, social media accounts and you'll have more information yes. as it comes. Yes. We love it. Make sure you show our girl Gia some love. And this has been your ultimate world cruise coverage. We'll be back to give you some more updates. All aboard. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants.